I'm Kevin Pelton. I'm Tristan Carcino. I'm Chris Smith. And I'm Randy Cote. And we're talking taco time. Fresh, fresh, delicious. Our guest this week, we're excited to welcome on a legendary figure in Seattle sports radio who now hosts the Mitch Unfiltered podcast, complete with the ultimate sponsorship from our friends at Taco Time Northwest. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us, Mitch Levy. Oh, gosh. It's nice to be finally recognized. (laughs) When I I started the Mitch Unfiltered podcast, people would ask me, why are you doing this? People thought because I just wanted to get back in, in front of her or behind a mic after all these years and so forth. And I, I would tell him it had nothing to do with that. All my, all my, my career ambition now was to be on the talking, talking taco time podcast. <laughs> and I waited, I waited by the freaking mailbox. Cause I don't know about these emails or any of this new technology. I waited by the mailbox and I would say to the post guy, the post office guy, I'd say to the mailman, Hey, anything from the talking taco guy, nothing. <laughs> nothing for months for months i waited so here i am look i i checked the receipts yesterday i have the dm i said to our mutual friend jason hamilton asking about this because you guys talked about talking taco time on i believe the very second episode maybe it was the we? third did we of mitch yeah. unfiltered yeah because there was your story about chris carson and so you you famously tweet every every Tuesday about the Taco Time right. Tuesday Rush promotion and the free tacos that you get with a Seahawks rushing touchdown. Right. And Chris Carson ended up tweeting at Taco Time about this. So can you tell everyone that story? Uh, yeah. So uh, it, well, it goes way back from even even further back when I when I had my issues in 2017 and lost my job at KJR after all those years. We don't have to go through all of that and really fell down, there were a lot of people within the community that immediately stood by me and, and supported anything that I wanted to do. And the, one of the first calls I got was from Robbie, Robbie Tonkin, who said, and I didn't even really know Robbie. I knew him kind of through somebody else. He got in touch with Jason Hamilton, and he, he said, I want to have lunch with Mitch and just tell him, good going, and we're behind you. Taco time is behind you. And I thought it was like, the, it was like one of the nicest gestures that I received um, throughout those first few years. So I, I sit down with Robbie and I talk to him about how much I love taco time and how much I appreciated his support on KJR. They're a big KJR supporter as well. And, uh, yeah, I, I go on Tuesdays, I go on Tuesdays, every Tuesday during the football season. And this is going back for several years on Tuesdays, Mitch goes, I try to get my wife to go. I try to get my kid to go. Most of the time, they just say, just go, Dad, and bring me back something. <laughs> so I go, and I, I go to Taco Time on Tuesdays. And um, the, the Tuesday that you're talking about was after a Chris Carson touchdown a couple of years ago, right? It was a couple of years ago. Yeah, 2018 season. And I, I went, and I always tweet out a picture of me there and my order and I thank the Seahawk running back, whoever the running back was that scored, or if it's Russell Wilson. Sometimes I even put the picture of the a touchdown run, and I say, here I am. I hope everybody's a talk to him. And, I, and, and I, I tagged him, which I don't normally do. I don't even know why I tagged him. I tagged him, which I don't normally do. He's like my favorite Seahawk player. 
And Taco Time tweeted some sort of fun response. Bold choice. Bold choice is what they said? Yeah. Bold choice. And Chris Carson took offense to it. Because you mentioned that he had also scored fantasy points for you. And I think he thought they were saying bold choice to play Chris Carson as opposed to they were probably referring to your taco time order. And he immediately tweets back. So he trashes talk. He's like, he's like, I don't, what, what did he say? <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't have it in front of me. Go ahead. Yeah. You guys listened to the pod yesterday. It was like your, your tacos suck or something like that. <laughs> and it, oh no. So Chris Carson will not be joining us. On Taco Taco Time. Oh, soon, well, so. for the record, Chris Carson is welcome if he wants to come on. Of course, he is. If he to defend his, his stance on <laughs> Taco Time. Oh, gosh. I, and I just felt terrible because here I was, here I was just tweeting out that I had a taco thanks to Chris Carson, my favorite Seahawk player. And I know the Taco Time didn't mean anything by it, but I guess he took it the wrong way. And it just, it just, yeah. And that was, I think that's the last time that I've tagged anybody. On the Seahawks. Lesson learned, right, on that one. <laughs> That's right, Randy. Lesson learned. Uh, well, I see, I have a theory about this. And I think, you know, you do come across people every once in a while who don't like taco time, right? And, and I, I always think what you need when going to taco time for the first time is you need a taco time fairy, right? You need somebody <laughs> who's going to be there to guide your order to the right place. And not that everything on the taco time menu isn't great, but you have to understand what you're getting into going into it. You have to understand that a soft taco is more or less a burrito, right? You have to know that a crisp burrito is more or less a taquito. You have to understand what Mexi fries are. And I think Chris Carson, hey, here's probably fries. the- Here's the issue that Chris Carson got into, which again, putting a lot of words into Chris Carson's mouth. He didn't, he went into it not knowing exactly where to go on the menu. So maybe he got just a Chris taco or something, which isn't the most, you know, the most unique item on the taco time menu and had that. And it's like, what the fuck see, is this? See, 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 Tristan, I think you're taking this the wrong way. My, <laughs> my guess is that Chris Carson, if he went to taco time before that tweet, enjoyed his meal okay i think he was just offended for whatever reason by the remark that taco time made and then he decided to tweet out that i didn't like your tacos when in fact it's impossible not to like the taco <laughs> as somebody as somebody once said to me and i'm completely making this up but i'm gonna go with it as somebody once said to me if you don't like taco time you need to look in the mirror <laughs> okay <laughs> So I don't think I I refuse to believe now and then that Taco that that Chris Carson went to Taco Time and really disliked whatever he had there. Fair, absolutely fair. I mean, it's probably most likely that Chris Carson's never been to Taco Time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but. Come on, the, come on the pod to explain yourself, Chris Carson. <laughs> yeah, answer for yourself. But I, I do strongly feel that way because I've had friends who've told me I don't like taco time. I'm like, you just, you got to know what to order, right? You got to find, you have to find the right place and then you eat. And then you customize and you, then you come into your own as a taco time aficionado. Do you feel, do you guys feel like uh, taco time is different than most other restaurants in the way that, people who start to like it and identify with it end up getting the exact same thing every single time that they go? Or is that just a typical restaurant thing? Because for years and years and years, I was trying to figure out when I started going to taco time. I've been in Seattle now for about 27 years. 
I've been trying to figure out how long how long I've been going to Taco Time, but for years and years and years, I always got the same thing. And then somewhere along the line, I stopped and I changed, and then I got that for the longest time. So is that a Taco Time thing or a restaurant thing? Do you guys think? I mean, I think I know for me, I I buck the trend with our group here a little bit more. I get something different every time i i mix every it up time. i have my go-to's right but i try to mix it up whereas when i go to a place like chipotle i get the same thing there every single time so i think every single uh, time. i'd like to think that you know people find their usual people do their their thing but at taco i once had a run where in five consecutive days i went to 13 different taco times <laughs> as part of the quest to go to all 79 um and i just had this week where i was off of work and just hammered them out and i got something different all 13 times and it was great but there were some things i didn't get because you know what to get and what not to get right so i i definitely jump around but i know kristen or uh, tristan and kevin do a lot of more consistent ordering right tristan what's your order i get basically the same thing every time and i i've honed it and i've refined it and i'll make slight changes uh, but but now I'm at the point where I'll do one soft taco, beef or chicken, the normal size, and then I'll do a mini version of the other type of meat that I didn't do. So I'll do one normal soft taco, one normal chicken soft taco, and then one mini beef soft taco. And then I pretty much always add the pico. I'll remove the tomatoes, add pico, add corn salsa. I've been dabbling in the Thousand Island lately. And I recently started doing, I think it's called habanero salsa, uh, which was huge. Adding that habanero salsa, I was eating taco time a month ago or so. We went through a, a pretty deep quarantine, right? Where the only thing that I could eat was DoorDash delivery prior to Christmas or whatever. Taco time though, because of the way that they set up their to-go food or the app food, that it's at the door, it's contactless, it's a beautiful thing. Right. And because of that, Taco Time was the only fast food that was approved in that way. So I was eating a lot of Taco Time. So right around Christmas, I got the, sorry, got the habanero salsa and I, I kind of accidentally did it and it blew my mind. So you don't mind going off the, off the map a little bit. You don't mind the little sticker that says special. Now that's a different, that's another topic for Mitch Unfiltered that's been very, it's a very sensitive thing for me guys now. I'm going to try to get through this without getting emotional, but I like to change things up at restaurants. I like to take a menu item and say, hey, I don't want that or I want this added or whatever. And and my partner, Scott Soden, Hotshot Scott, makes fun of me for that. Everybody makes fun of me for that. My listeners make fun of me for that. Jason Hamilton made fun of me for that. Hey, you can't just order what's on the menu. And so what ended up happening was because I like to take a picture on Tuesdays, like tomorrow I will take a picture of my of my order or a picture of me or me sitting in the car. I sit in the car and I do some work and I just sit in one of the parking spaces and I eat my, my taco time. Uh, now I've become very sensitive about the little sticker that says special because it's, I, I just know as soon as I tweet out the picture of my order, if anything says special, I'm going to hear it from the audience. <laughs> oh, there goes Mitch again. Got to have it special. So now I've gotten to the point where Robin, who's on the on the uh, loudspeaker in Factoria, I might say, Robin, can you put a little ranch in, but it, but don't put the special <laughs> sticker on it. Oh wow, Mitch, you are yeah, you are in a here. safe, the safe space, the safest uh, space. I, I I mean, this is one of the things that we love about the order ahead in the app is the way it makes customization yeah. such a snap. I mean. Yeah. I, I would not get a soft taco without adding tater fries. I wouldn't get a soft taco without adding pumpkin seeds to it. 
But you guys don't have the whole special sensitivity, the, the sticker. The, the sticker, sticker, this was years ago on, Taco Time was great social media, okay? And I think they posted a picture, you know, they post random things, they post more literal things. It was a picture of some menu item that had a special sticker on it. And it basically said, the caption was effectively like, you know, we we think you're really special. Like, that's why we put the, we put the sticker on there because we think you're special, not because you have a special order, we think you're special. And I was like, you know what? That's right, Taco Time. You know, some of us don't get a call from uh, Taco Time directly saying that we're behind you. So the, for, us, for us, you know, for us civilians, the best we can get is a special sticker. Oh, gosh. There's no sticker shock here, though. This is every single time, basically all of us. We're proud of exploring the menu, right? Because I think we've all had the items on the menu. We've been through it. And we're going to Taco Time enough that we want to, I, I mean, I'll try out just little different mixes in it, right? You, you're looking through the app and you see the add-ons. You're like, well, I could try that this time, right? Like Randy was saying with pumpkin seeds, like you're saying with Mexi fries, like add, adding those two different little elements to it, it changes the, the soft taco from the base. Not that the base soft taco isn't good, right? Because I do believe in that in some situations, right? If, I, if I'm going and I'm getting the, the omakase, right? The chef's choice, I'm not going to fuck with that. But this is taco time. I know what it is. Not to compare taco time to omakase, but <laughs> I know I know what the base item tastes like, and I know that it's great. But also, I want I want a little bit of different flavor, right? This isn't something I'm going to have one time in my entire life. I've had taco time a lot. Look, if taco time does order an offer in omakase, we're we're all in for that too. <laughs> well, the truth of the matter is, is I don't even ask them to change any of the dynamic of the fillings of anything that I order. I just happen to be a guy who likes a little bit, just a little bit, not too much, a little bit of ranch in, in things that are, you know, in, me in my Mexican food. I like a little bit of ranch in my Mexican. So I, I typically will add a little bit of ranch to my tacos. I will add a light ranch to my, uh, my burrito or whatever. I won't ask them to take anything out. And I and I've and I, you know I got to have a meeting with Robbie. I don't think that that should fall under the under the guise of special. I don't think I've done enough. <laughs> I don't think I've done enough altering of the food item to have a sticker that says special. I think I think ranch is 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 should be should fall under the uh, the guise of just normal. I, I don't I don't think I need to Fair be enough. special for that. Normalize hashtag normalize ranch. Well, I'll say in, in general with, with special ordering, I think the more you either work in the restaurant industry or get to know people that do, like they are the ones that like, as far as people I know, know the ins and outs and how to customize. If you ask the server at any restaurant, like, I really like this, but like, what, do you, what would you do? And they're like, oh, I always get that with extra whatever. So right there in the know, they know what's up. And um, I, I think that's not too different at, at Taco Time. Chris, our um, co-host who's not here today, he, you know, used to work at Taco Time and he knows a lot of these sort of inside tricks and hacks and things that come from inside Taco Time. So I think even when you make the special order, you're, you're among family there. So the, the special order haters can, you know, sit on that for a little bit. How can you guys invite me on an episode that Chris isn't on? I mean, that, that's, that's, that's an embarrassment <laughs> for God's sakes. He'll be here for part two. Oh gosh, please have me back with Chris. I mean, this <laughs> this is this is like a video game guy being asked to be on a podcast, and the guy who knows all the secret tricks to 
is not on that particular. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris knows all oh, the cheat on. codes in that analogy, right, of taco combo. Oh yeah. my God, come on, man. Okay, so you said you weren't sure when you started coming to going to Taco Time after you came to Seattle, but do you have a sense of when you were introduced to that and how that happened? Because you're not someone that grew up eating Taco Time like those of us who are from Seattle. I, I'm sure it was new to you when you were introduced to it when you first moved here. Sure. Yeah. We had a place, we had a little chain of places in Florida that are probably long gone. I don't know if it was in Florida or an East Coast thing. You didn't have them out here. They were called Taco Viva. It was called Taco Viva and the commercials. I remember the commercials when I was a kid. When you say taco, say Viva. Right. And if, if, if the guy said, I need a taco, he could be in a desert. If he didn't say Viva, then he didn't appear at the Taco Viva location. He remained in the desert. So the guy, the announcer would come on and say it. When you say taco, say Viva. And I came out here and I'm sure I, I saw there's so many of them. Um, I lived in Queen Anne. I lived in downtown Seattle. I saw the ones. I'm sure I went to one. I can tell you that when I was working at KJR, probably late 1990s, early 2000, probably late 1990s, I had a friend who worked at the Sonics. I was telling Kevin before we started. I had a friend who worked at the Sonics and the Seahawks and the Mariners. He ended up working at all three. And we had a mutual friend. The three of us would go once a week, like on Thursdays. Uh, and we would be, I think it opened, and it was the one on, um, as you started going towards Ballard, as you would go yeah, towards on Ballard. Elliot. Yeah, on yeah. Elliott, right, right, right near the station. I think we liked, we liked it because it was taco time. It also, I believe, opened at 11 a.m., which was key for me because I had been up since 4 o'clock in the morning doing a, a morning radio show, and I was always hungry. I never ate or drank really much during the radio show, so it get to about 11 a.m., and we'd be an hour off the air, and I'd get hungry. It was hard for me to wait until noon or one o'clock to have lunch because it was really my breakfast. So the three of us would go to that one on Elliot and we would be the first people in the door, 11 a.m. In fact, I most of the time, I think I got there at about 10.52 or 10.53 and sat in the parking lot waiting for them to open the doors. And then and I went and uh, the three of us would sit and we would tell stories, kind of like the, the four of us are doing right now. We'd sit in the back and we probably would be there from unless somebody had some place to go, I would go back to the station after that to do my prep for the next day. We might sit there from 11 to 12:30, you know, 90 minutes to 12. We would talk golf, we would talk sports, we talk Sonics, whatever. It was kind of you know you hear about the 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 the, um, the the sports conversation at a bar that you have with your buddies. This was us. It was taco time instead of bars. Gosh, that's the dream right there. It's, it's, it sounds like you must have been it must have been like Cheers. Every when you walk through the door at ten fifty nine, Mitch. Like, oh. <laughs> I got this, and, and this is what I was saying. In those days, I got the same thing every time. Was it called a casita burrito? Yep. Right? Do they have that with the sauce smothered over the burrito? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. The only thing I didn't know for sure was how many people had had that plate before I did the dish, and if it was how clean it was. The actual orange dish that you would put in the in the thing above the trash can after you were finished with it. I was hopeful that it was semi-clean, but I would have the casita burrito and I think maybe a side taco and a Diet Coke, and that was my meal. And I'm telling you, I went years, years and years and years having the casita burrito as my, as my dish. And then something happened. A few years later, we stopped going. Again, I think one of the three, I think Giles moved out of town. We stopped that didn't happen anymore. So I went, I went more irregularly to talk 
for a time. And then I just started getting the normal stuff, the tacos, the burritos, the soft tacos. And then, and so my, my meal up until about three weeks ago was always, well, I, I always took advantage of the rushing touchdown. So, and typically there was one rushing touchdown. So I would get the two tacos, always chicken. I never get beef. I always get the chicken tacos, but that was never enough. So I would get two chicken tacos and then a burrito, like a, like a chicken burrito without the lettuce and tomato in it and a Diet Coke. I was not a Mexican, uh, Mexican fries guy. And there was this guy on Twitter, maybe more than one. Every time I sent out the picture on the Tuesday, I go every two, I'll go tomorrow. Every time I would send out the picture, a couple of guys would tweet back, have you tried the fish yet? Have you tried the fish yet? Have you tried the fish yet? And I would write back, I'm going to try the fish. And then I'd forget. And I'd get there on the next Tuesday and I would get my normal meal and I'd send out the pictures and the same guys would harass. Have you, well, when are you going to try the fish? So about two or three weeks ago, I decided, okay, I'm getting my tacos because somebody scored a rushing touchdown. I'll get my two chicken crisp tacos. But instead of getting the chicken burrito, I'll go, I guess they don't have a fish burrito. They have a fish soft taco. So I go, I go fish soft taco with a little bit of ranch. Of course, that brought the special sticker <laughs> on, which made me very, very emotional. But I, I and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So the last two or three weeks, I've changed the chicken soft taco to go along with the crisp tacos to a fish soft taco. And I've really much, very much enjoyed it. Tricky. Wow. Randy, where do you stand on fish? So I'm, I'm on team fish at taco time if I can eat it right away. So it doesn't, it's got, it's got to be eaten fresh. You can't mm. do, um, you know, I will say since the lockdowns and things, you know, I haven't had it as often because even we live only five minutes from the taco time, but I want to have it the second it comes out of the kitchen. Um, I think I last had fish on New Year's Eve, um, but, you know, we'll, we'll you know, get home <laughs> So it's been, it's been a while. long time. It's been weeks, uh, but no, it's really good. You know, you, it's the the white sauce, the mild salsa, the little veggie mix. It's it's really tasty, and I was actually turned on to it because of the coconut shrimp um, baja and coconut shrimp soft taco because it's effectively the same thing, but you just swap out the salsa for the chili sauce. And I was like, well, I really like the the veggie mix and that whole um, coconut shrimp soft taco. So yeah, no, the fish is fish is great. I stand pretty hard for the coconut shrimp and uh, I've never really done the fish. Like I might've gotten it one time ever before, uh, but it's, uh, I'm interested to hear you've completely changed your order, Mitch. I have. Well, to, to answer Randy's point, I'm a huge, he's touched upon a very, a very important subject to me. And it's not just from taco time. I have, and this, that's why the pandemic has really thrown us for a loop. I, I am not a, I'm not typically somebody who likes food delivered and I don't like to pick up food and bring it home because I just think the integrity of most food changes. Something happens on that trip from the restaurant to your house, whether you're making the trip or somebody or a delivery person, something happens. It's never the only exception would be good piping hot pizza. So Zeke's is also a partner of our of our podcast i'll order zeke's and it comes in it and it, it really tastes just in fact when you eat zeke's at the restaurant a lot of pizza places at the restaurant it's actually too soon to eat it you get the blisters on the top because you eat it too fast you burn the top of your mouth whatever so pizza is probably the exception but all other foods i just don't love them 
when they get home, even Chinese food. I don't love it when it, I want to eat it right after it comes out of the kitchen. And that's why every Tuesday you'll find me parked at the Factoria <laughs> location. If you're driving down Factoria Boulevard, you don't even want to come into the taco time. Just look off to the right at about 1230 and you'll see some dork in a car with his glasses on these glasses. I'm trying to read my 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 phone. I'm eating my tacos. I'm taking pictures and sending out on tweet. That's that's my that's that's where that's my ta- my taco time location is my car right after I either have ordered ahead. The last several weeks, I like to go through the drive through because I like to ask the, the people to say go Hawks. And I like to ta- I like to record my my, you know, the, the record the video of me going through the drive through and talking to the to the to the sales rep and telling them, hey, I'm here for the Seahawks. Go Hawks. How about that win yesterday? You know, the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, that's what I do. I like to eat it. To Randy's point, I like to eat it right there in the parking lot right after it comes out of the kitchen. Correct. You know, Mitch, there's something I'm curious about. Have you run into the other Taco Time, the Taco Time International that exists outside of Western Washington where we have Taco Time Northwest? No. Okay. No. In fact, when I met with Robbie on a tangent point, he, he informed me that, I didn't know the whole dynamic of the business. I didn't know the setup of the business until we sat down and we did the deal for Mitch Unfiltered. And he explained to me that they own a lot of them. The, the, the family owns a lot of them. And then there's other franchisees or what have you. And that they're trying to buy back, slowly buy back the ones that they don't own. They're, I'm, t- I'm not talking about the ones outside of the state. Of I'm talking about the, t- the Taco Time Northwest ones. And he, he explained to me why. And he, we, they're trying to buy back. So now... Whenever I go to a taco time, and I don't go to a lot of different ones. I know you were telling me that somebody on your staff goes to every, trying to go to every single taco time. I try to, that would be Randy. Okay. That's Randy. (laughs) Okay. I try to figure out when I do go to a different taco time and there's no way to figure it out. Of course. Um, Is this a, is this a company owned store? Or is this an well, individual? There are some, store? there are some giveaways. So I can, if you are interested when you go, there are oh. some hints and clues you can look for. Okay. <laughs> some, some taco time anthropology going on here. So. By the way, Randy, Randy, you and I don't know one another, but here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. I am sending you a microphone for a oh, New wow. Year's gift. I'm sending you, I'm sending you a Mitch unfiltered. You need a microphone. I don't like you talking uh, into your laptop from the, the laptop mic. I, I just don't, I don't like the quality. I'm a, I'm a sound right. guy. I don't sold. like the quality. You drive a hard bargain, but <laughs> sold. I'll take your microphone. No, I, I will say the um, if you see they have a local favorites menu at a taco time, that is usually a giveaway that it is uh, uh, probably a franchise, right? So if they have things like the taco burger, which used to be a real thing across all taco times, um, if they, you know, enchiladas, um, or no, a chimichanga, right? So I went to one down in the Olympia area that had a chimi- chicken chimichanga. That's not on the menu at most, you know, Factorium. I don't think you'd see it there. Um, so yeah, the, the local favorites menu is usually a, a give it away. The Juanito in Kelso, which um, I know Kevin has, has had um, dead giveaway. Spoiler alert, it's like a crisp burrito hot dog. That's very off the books, but it's still Taco Time Northwest, right? Got it. Got it. So are there any other locations that stand out as favorites of yours besides Factoria and Elliot? Uh, 
I don't know that I have favorite locations. I really go to the ones that are just convenient for me at the time. Factoria is close-ish to the one that I, to, to where we live. Um, I've been at the Bellevue one a billion times, a little Bellevue one. <clears throat> uh, well, I'm sure there's more than one Bellevue one. The, the downtown Bellevue one I've been to. I play golf out east, so when I come back, very often I'll come back and I'll go to the, um, I'll go to one of the two, I would call them two Issaquah locations. One's kind of on Gilman, and the other one is, I don't know what that street is that uh, Costco's on uh, in Issaquah. So I'll go, I like that one. It's kind of a brand new one. It's newly remodeled. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't have, I don't have a, I wouldn't say I have a favorite. I just like to go to taco time. And when I see a taco time near where I am, I'm, opportunity. I'm, in. I'm totally in. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, that, that love of taco time is precisely why you're on this podcast. I love taco and time. I love why it was taco. overdue. I, I think I want to say right now, we're going to make sure we have you back at the start of the next Seahawks season. So we can talk about the Tuesday rush promotion and preview the upcoming season in that regard. And then also make sure that you can do one with Chris. And I'm going to ask you to save. I know there's also a Tom Cable Taco Time story. Oh my God. And we're going to save that story? one. Yeah, we're going to save it. There's going to be oh a part two God. in this one. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> I'm we putting got a, the pin a in lot of, We got a lot of mileage on both the radio show and the podcast <laughs> on the Tom Cable uh, Factory. Yes, that was a Factoria location story. Yep. Yeah. You're, oh my god i can't believe that there's a taco time story related to tom cable that we're not going to hear right now oh yeah it's a classic oh. we're gonna keep the people waiting we're gonna oh keep the people god. waiting oh, well, don't make don't make us wait for the next football season come on they, they do it for baseball right for triples that's what we're talking about they did it for triples last year and i know that uh, i i don't know whether the seahawks promotion will continue into next year i don't know where they are in that contract to be completely honest uh, you'd have to ask Robbie that question. But, yeah, look, you don't need – I, I, I want to be painfully clear about this, okay? We don't need a Seahawks season. We don't need a Mariners season. You want me on this podcast, all Kevin's got to do is send me a text within 20 minutes of when you're starting, and I am in. <laughs> okay, I am totally in. I am always available to you. It does not matter what sports is happening in the Pacific Northwest at the time. I am, in fact, I will call in. I will, I will get on my phone. On a, if you say to me, we want to record on a Tuesday, and I would say to you, hold on now, hold on a second. You want to <laughs> record on a Tuesday, then you got to make a, I got to make arrangements, arrangements to be on the phone from the Factoria location wow. when I actually do talking taco time and, and and i'll even go one step further randy doesn't even have to get a mic i'll still do talking taco time <laughs> mitch is positioning himself to Absolutely. be the fifth co-host i'm in we keep adding one at a time new hosts of talking taco time i'm in and i will tell you the tom cable story whenever you ask Oh, Lord. Well, I look forward to it. I'm so glad we were able to do this. And, uh, you know, I don't know why anyone would listen to a podcast about Seattle sports. It sounds like a preposterous idea to me to record such a thing. But if you are interested in that, of course, be sure to check out Mitch Unfiltered. Well, I would say to you, I would say to you as politely as I can that I, I would not call it a Seattle sports podcast, although we do concentrate a little bit on Seattle sports. I like to think of it as a much more nationally diverse um, uh, range of topics. Yes, 
when the Seahawks are playing, we really concentrate on the Seahawks, but we do such a lot. You guys, you guys are smart. You do a 20 minute podcast and then go on with the rest of your day. When you're a guy like me, who's got really nothing to do. And I'm begging people to be on their talk and taco time podcasts. And I, cause I have <laughs> nothing to do with my time. Our podcasts end up being two hours. They're, they're literally once or twice a week. And they are two, a, a good hour and 45 minutes to two and a half hours. We have three guests on pretty much every show. And we, we run the gamut on not only just Seattle sports, but all sports. And, 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 not, and by the way, non-sports too. We did a, we did a segment on Bitcoin last segment. We're going to last show. Uh, we do. We, we veer off. If you love a good two hour podcast that veers off of sports, may I recommend the Pelton cast? <laughs> yes, I'm fully aware of the Pelton cast. And by the way, Kevin has been a terrific, gracious member of Mitch Unfiltered several times. He's always there for it. What I, what he, here's what I'd like to know. How, first of all, how often do you guys do the talk and taco time podcast at a weekly deal? No, not a weekly deal. It's like once every two to three months, probably okay. once every two to three months. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. I want to know how Tristan I'm, 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 I'm zeroing in on Tristan here. How can you do the talk and taco time podcast and not get off of the show, finish up the show and not run straight to a taco time location, the nearest taco time. It, I, it I'm happens finding this. This is terrible that I'm not going As you're talking tomorrow. about it. You're just like, I, I, I need know, taco I, I'm time like right now. My watch, I, trying to figure out when I'm going to be going. How do you do I this? haven't been in a while. <laughs> See, I feel like usually we go beforehand in preparation. Yeah, I, I normally, if we're, it's like we're recording on X night after work, I make sure we have taco time that night so that I... I'm coming into it with a full belly of taco time and then I can just go for it. <laughs> you can always have taco time twice in a row too. No, that's just that, that, no, that's blasphemy. <laughs> I got to go on. When I go on Tuesday, I want to be just craving. <laughs> and if I've had it the day before, then I'm not, there's th th that th Tuesdays is my day talking, uh, talking taco time on Tuesdays, all the teas, put all the teas together. Tuesdays, talking taco time right there. In well, the that's when this episode's going to come out. So that's perfect. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone can listen to it and then go to taco time on a Tuesday. All right, Mitch, thanks again for doing it. Really appreciate it. You guys are great. Thank you for having me. And I'm, I'd love to come back on anytime you ask. And Randy, that microphone's on the way, Randy. Microphone on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right now, we welcome in Chris, who was unable to join us earlier for the interview. But uh, as we used to traditionally do back when Tristan and I would do the interviews and then bring them to the panel, we'll bring you in for your thoughts, your takeaways from what you heard from Mitch. Wow. I'm just, I'm sorry I missed it, but I'm also glad I missed it because uh, I do not have a microphone either. So <laughs> I just. Join the club. I'm glad I wasn't there to disappoint, you know, but uh, you're, you're we missed you desperately, Chris. Your energy loomed large throughout the conversation. Well, I feel like that's because I'm a special guy. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Uh, slap a sticker on him. <laughs> I, I love the stickers. Well, when I started working there when I was a kid, I just was like, I don't know. I thought it was amazing. I'm like, this is so cool. We waste a lot of stickers. 
you could then you you try to you rip them apart you try to write funny things on them you know just take all the letters and see what you can spell with them now one thing we know about you chris from this podcast is that you enjoyed the customizations and feeling like the customers really got taco time and what you were trying to do. Is that a universal thing among employees? Are there others that are like, oh, I wish I was just doing the typical, you know, the typical item. I don't know. There's like uh, some people that work there that are like, you'll hardly ever see them eat taco time. You know, they just like, they don't eat that shit. They don't bring it home with them, whatever. You know, then there's everyone else that's just like constantly eating taco time, getting bored of it, though, at the same time. So trying to make up something else that tastes good. This is what leads you to invent the crisp chicken burrito in the case of Jake one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, not to take uh, too much credit away from him, but I mean, they already had the crisp burrito. So it's, it's kind of a natural step to put chicken in there, I think. <laughs> That's how great things come to be. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to take that step, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that person is Jake one. <laughs> a true innovator. <laughs> So I'm sad I missed uh, out on the fish conversation, though. Hey, do you have any fish hot takes? Uh, no. Just a fish. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to be just there. Wanted for to it. Be there. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love, uh, I love uh, hearing about people that really like the fish. You know. <laughs> the only time I didn't, I didn't chime in earlier. The only time I've had the fish is one time I ordered a shrimp burrito. And then when I got there, they were like, Hey, we accidentally made a fish burrito instead. First, we've got your shrimp burrito coming, but would you like to take the fish burrito as well? And obviously the answer is yes. So definitely I eat both of those. By burrito, you mean soft taco. I, I do, in fact, mean that. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we're on the Talking Taco Time podcast. Even Mitch, is- Mitch right. knew that 100%, man. He was on it. I think he was our most like menu aware, like student of the game. Casita guest. burrito. Come on. Yeah, like if you drop Casita burrito in your introduction, <laughs> like come on, like you're, you're playing in the big leagues. <laughs> That's why he's going to be the fifth co-host. <laughs> <laughs> the intro is going to take 30 seconds, but it's, a, <laughs> you know, when it's only a 20 minute podcast, you know, <laughs> People people love the fish so much. It's insane how much like the people that like it, they just like really like it. They swear by it. Yeah, this one guy that used to go through the drive through too, no less. Like <laughs> that's why like you're not special because nobody even feels like a dick when maybe they should. They're just like in the drive through, can you take my fish soft taco after it takes three minutes to cook the fish in a fryer? Then you got to roll it up. Then I'll, can you take that and put it in your tortilla warmer, like crisp it up? Mm. And then meanwhile, while you're doing that, you can't warm up another tortilla to make something else. You know, it's a real dick move, but all it takes is one person to say yes, you know. So, so that's a customization that you're not into. <laughs> well, just it, from the... Uh, from the standpoint of I got other burritos to make, I don't have time for this shit. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's what they're willing. Somebody is willing to go that far for you. So 
you know, you shouldn't feel insecure about being special, you know? Well, it's kind of like the, the quesarito, like the quesadilla burrito at Chipotle. You would never order that if there was even a single person behind you in line. Like mm-hmm. you, you just, you just, it's the code. I might have ordered that with like one or two people behind me, but not like in a lunch rush. <laughs> yeah, one or two is fine, but ordering it at the lunch rush. So, right, if you roll into taco time at seven o'clock and it's dead, like, yeah, go crazy, right? But I could see lunch rush. Yeah, that's kind of, you've got a whole lineup to make. Yeah, or come inside the restaurant, you know. Well, I mean, you can't now, but <laughs> now. Too soon, too soon. Well, now you, w- you wouldn't even be able to do it on the order ahead because of, you know, there's not <laughs> there's not that much room for interpretation or like writing a you can't write any comments. Special requests. Uh, yeah, free form section. <laughs> <laughs> like please. I think we've talked about it. I've got I know someone um, through hockey stuff that he asks them to cut the crisp burrito in half before it goes into the fryer so he can get four burnt ends <laughs> instead of two. It's like that's the kind of thing that if you put a comment section in the app, yeah. it's all over. Well, I was just gonna say the exact same thing, except this lady used to have us cut it in four pieces. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, whatever you can talk them into, give me six, six little tiny crisp burrito bites. I don't give a fuck. Chop it up. That sounds kind kind of great. <laughs> Could be a separate menu item. Yeah, <laughs> they're like little crisp burrito like, bites. Crisp burrito nuggets. Yeah, Robbie, we're I'm behind Robbie. Who's behind Mitch? Let's get these crisp burrito <laughs> bites happening. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, did you have any other thoughts on that interview, Chris? Because I know there are a couple of Taco Time updates that we have to get to. Yeah, I don't. I had a million while I was listening to it. It was uh, thoroughly <laughs> enjoyable, and I'm really sad that I missed out. Well, a, a couple of things we have to hit on. Number one, Kevin Pelton, of all people, cutting off the Tom Cable story. It was <laughs> like, I'm on the edge of my seat that there is a Taco Time Tom Cable story. You tease it out, and then we don't get to hear it. And he's like, we'll have Mitch back. Oh, right before the football season in nine goddamn months. I'm like, Mitch is coming back next month to tell us this Tom (laughs) Cable story. We're not waiting until September to hear the Tom Cable story. We need that right now. I mean, he asked if it was a weekly podcast. And I feel like (laughs) in order for the Tom Cable story to be told, it is temporarily a weekly podcast. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) We will be back here next week. Not without Chris, because that's embarrassing, but. My audio might be embarrassing as well. Your audio sounds great. Don't no, worry nice. about it. Everybody, everybody sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't, I don't really care that much. But obviously, like three of you had microphones, and Randy did not. But I, you know, some of us do have. Um, this is not our main gig, you know. I mean, this is also the challenge of recording virtually or remotely during a pandemic because normally we would get together in a lovely taco time Northwest dining room, probably in West Seattle and record this with four microphones for us. But sadly that, that uh, option is not on the table for us right now. What won't this pandemic have taken? Uh, Okay. So a couple of taco time updates. Number one, I just wanted to go through a quick taco time story that happened to me last week. So I was going through my workday, 
feeling a bit hungry. I'd actually recorded the Pelton cast the night before. And sometimes when I record the Pelton cast, I end that quite inebriated um, <laughs> Weird for people who people who make it to the last 15 minutes of the Pelton cast understand that's when all the good stuff happens but <laughs> I, I was the, the stuff the, that the, stays in <laughs> <laughs> the day after that podcast I was in pretty desperate need for some taco time and it was like three o'clock I put in my order on the app and then I had to deal with a work phone call that came up randomly so it's a little bit delayed and right before this work phone call started, the power went out in my house and the entire neighborhood of Fairwood, Washington, including the complex that Taco Time is in. So I'm going there like an hour later, power is out everywhere. Every single <laughs> stoplight is a four-way stop. This like, there's traffic on the way there. And I'm just like, I know that they're going to be closed. Every other business is closed. And I know that my food is going to have been done because I ordered it before the blackout started. So I pull up and I'm like, I need to try, right? Just in case. And I get to the door and I can see the shelf with my food on the shelf. And I'm like, I'm just desperate that there's going to be, there's a big sign on the door that says closed power is totally out. I'm desperate that there's going to be a person inside to let me in. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm starving. I will not be able to live with myself if I can't get this taco time that is so close to me. And I get up to the door and I pulled the handle, and the door was still open. <laughs> Went and got the bag, ate that taco time in the pitch black of my house. It was an amazing moment. Taco time <laughs> finds a way. So, <laughs> Thank you to the people at the Fairwood Taco Time for leaving the door open for me to get my takeout taco time. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> amazing. Wow. And then additionally, Randy, we heard that you have some taco time breaking news for us. Uh, not taco time breaking news. It's just general oh. uh, fast food breaking news. This is a little, it's actually a little crossover breaking news for the Pelton cast. So, you know, the fine people of West Seattle, of which Chris and I are both the fine people of West Seattle. You know, we live on an island for all <laughs> intents and purposes, even before the bridge thing, very isolated out here. And in order to get some of your, you know, favorite things like, you know, if you wanted dicks, for example, you know, you got to leave the island, right? And it's, it's part of what you sign up for, for living out here. But in breaking news tonight, um, filings with the, um, some commercial real estate sites were dug up by the West Seattle blog. And it appears that Azel's famous chicken is coming to West Seattle. Wow. So, um, they they go on in the story and say <laughs> it's very comical. It says West Seattle's fried chicken scene has been in flux in recent years. <laughs> and they note they note the KFC that closed in 2018, Harry's chicken joint that closed in 2019, which was fantastic. But of course they say Maono keeps things going strong and that White Center is just right there. But yeah, right at the the Morgan Junction at the corner of Fontlore in California, the, the paperwork has been filed to renovate a uh, AT&T store into an Azelles. So they they say that, it, again, it's early stage filing. On occasion, this could fall through, and they caution to not count your fried chickens before they hatch. <laughs> and AT&T well is falling apart, man. I love, love the idea of West Seattle's fried chicken scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so specific. I mean, this is timely, obviously, as we search for Seattle's best fried chicken on the Pelton cast beginning 
this very week, not with the Zells, because uh, we decided to save that for when we can do a, a taste test with Heaven Sent. But, you know, the thing I would say before we go into a full Zells conversation on the Pelton cast <laughs> later this year is that the... It, there's a wide gap in quality among Izell's franchises. So Correct. I hope it's a strong Izell's franchise that you guys are getting in West Seattle because you deserve it. Oh, yeah. Amen. You deserve it. <laughs> I will be moving back to SeaTac uh, probably this year. So <laughs> I was, I was going to reassure you, but I'm not sure what kind of fried chicken there is in SeaTac. The fried, the fried chicken scene in SeaTac. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's very like a niche thing, the scene there. <laughs> the scene. It's an underground fried chicken scene. Yeah. <laughs> you got to follow all the rules and regulations that sometimes hinder you from making the uh, the best fried chicken, you know. The taco time scene in SeaTac is going just fine. They, You know what they need at taco time is like a chicken, fr- a fried chicken tender soft taco. Mm. I got to be honest. I feel like that's a TTI item. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's bad. It just feels like it's off the TTI menu. What about just give me that comment box we were talking about earlier and I'll (laughs) and I'll add chicken nuggets to my soft taco. Fair enough. Chicken nuggets are pretty good. I, I had them not that long ago and I was pretty impressed actually with the taco time chicken nuggets. That's what I'm saying. You could just chop those up, make a nice little soft taco with that shit. I mean, I really, I just want the Caesar back. And then if you add that in there. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Have you seen the commercial that it like plays during Jeopardy now? Taco time commercial. Yeah, brand new commercial. Yeah, it's very, it's very like rainier beer from like, it feels like it's from another era. But it's it's like, try something different, but it's like one there's there hasn't been anything different at taco time in quite a while now and it's like you got to play to the people you know the taco time people taco times who is it that different to you know I, I i mean i think they're they're trying to advertise to people that aren't currently going to taco <laughs> time so therefore it is different yeah. to them but who are those people i mean if they're not there already Look, there are some people that still need to be converted. We find out about that on a regular basis from Randy's efforts to uh, preach the gospel of taco time. I just I was going to say, I don't know if we do hear about that. I feel like we're in a pretty big taco time echo chamber here. What? Why would you say that? <laughs> a friend of mine. <laughs> taco, taco, taco. No, I, um, I've got a friend who just moved here from, she grew up here through high school, then moved to the East Coast and has just moved back. So she hasn't lived in, in Seattle for like 15 years. And she was just telling me last weekend, she, she wants to have a, uh, a guide take her to taco time and like a have the experience. A fairy, <laughs> a taco time fairy. And so uh, that's going to be, <laughs> yeah. So at so before the next episode, I'll have a report of someone who's, she's a pretty critical, like, um big foodie like in new york like loved going out all the time and since moving back here wanted to know all the places and she's been begging me like take me to taco time so it's gonna happen there you go all right well we've broken fast food news (laughs) (laughs) we've invented new taco time northwest items it's been a great episode glad you could join us chris for this discussion and thanks so much again to mitch for uh, being a part of this pod i'm so sad i missed out next time Mitch
And there will be a next time. (laughs) 